0: Father Matters proudly presents our supervised parenting center for fathers. The center is only for fathers and their children to provide supervised parenting and monitored exchanges. For more information, log on to fathermatters.org or call 602-774-3298. The purpose is to provide a protected setting for parent-child contact. Hours of operation, Monday through Thursday, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m saturday 9 a.m to 2 p.m the father matters supervised parenting center for fathers for more information log on to fathermatters.org or call 602-774-3298 this is the father Matters show with your host vance sims If you have not yet partnered with Father Matters, would you please consider becoming a Father Matters partner? The Father Matters show is listener supported and all Father Matters programs and services are free to the community because of your generous donations. For more information about donating to Father Matters, log on to fathermatters.org and click the donate to Father Matters icon. This is a special show. This is a dear to my heart show because I have a young man here by the name of Raymond. Raymond is a teen dad. And I met Raymond at our last Father's Mentoring Father's Workshop and I asked him to share his testimony with all of you because what he's going to share with you, we know someone that's going through this. You've been through it. You're going through it. Um, I definitely would ask if you would maybe forward this on to if you have a a teen a teen that's a parent a teen mom or or a teen dad we are at the Father Matters headquarters here and Raymond agreed to come on in and and, and do this show with us and I appreciate it so much so Raymond first my friend I want to welcome you to the Father Matters show thank you for being a part of the Father Matters show uh, thank you <laughs> Raymond is you seventeen yes. Raymond is a teen dad. Raymond, share a little bit, like when you were sharing at the workshop, when you came to the workshop, I said, man, I got to have you back on a radio show and, and share this. Share a little bit about who you are, your upbringing, you know, which is like being a teen dad at 17 years old.
1: Uh, it, it's it's a hard thing to be a teen dad, uh, especially coming from where I came from. A hard life. I was taken away from my mom. My mom had lost custody to nine and of us my brothers and sisters it was a hard life hard childhood up until i was six years old we have eight brothers and sisters with five different dads um it's hard for all of us to go through this um now i'm 17 years old i have a six month old baby boy and all the stuff stuff all the stuff i went through in my past i see that's what my parents went through and up to me to just move past it and make everything right. And I went through a lot of stuff in my past. From my whole childhood, my mom was on drugs. My dad was never around in prison. Um, There's always guys around with my mom. And it it was hard. Um, My little sister, my best friend, from all of my childhood got into some stuff my brother who was also my best friend touched my sister and she came and told me about it when I was sitting downstairs and she was come come to me she came to me crying and I was started shaking I didn't know what to do and so I went into my brother's room and he was sitting there playing the Xbox like nothing ever happened and I didn't know what to do and I attacked him and beat him up really bad. And it's hard to go through, especially it being three years later and still looking that my little sister is not the same anymore. She was prostituting at 14 years old and really young, and because of all that hurt and anger that she is dealing with. And I want to make sure she knows I love her and I was there to help her at all times. And my brother, I still want her for forgiveness because. I should have handled it in a better way. And my life was really hard at that point. I ran away multiple times, gone for 12 days. Um, My brothers are all split up now. All my brothers and sisters are somewhere else. I have two brothers away from each other now, all from the same dad. My sister's in DCS custody now. And it's hard to go through.
0: Well, I commend you and I'm, first of all, I told you, you know, you're 17, I'm, I'm, I'm 47 (laughs) and, and I I told you when you came to the workshop, man, I'm very proud of you at 17, the way that you stepped up and stayed up and you're showing up in the life of your child and as well as your girlfriend with a lot of the hurt that you saw and a lot of the hurt that you experienced as a young boy growing up, you've seen a lot, um, you shared a lot and we're going to slowly unpack this today. Okay. And I just, like I shared with you before, I want you to take your time because when you came to the workshop, I'm I'm looking at you. I said, man, you're young. What, what, what's going on? How are you doing? And you said you came to the workshop because you want to know how to, to basically support your girlfriend and how to be a good father to your son. And, and as we was talking throughout the workshop and you and I was talking, you've seen a lot of things growing up that you could see that starting, that you're starting to do. Like your dad, like you shared your dad's in prison and your mom's like right now, you don't even know where she is. And, and I'm proud of you because you want to break that chain. You want to stop that cycle. and You you as a teen dad and your, your girlfriend as a teen mom want to know what you can do, what how you could be a better father. So I told you I'm proud of you of that. And that's why I want to get you connected with older men that will be speaking in your life. And I'm glad you came back. You stuck with your your word, your commitment to come back to to do this show. Um growing up what w- what was it like? What were some of the things you saw at 7 years old, 9 years old, 4 years old?
1: Uh growing up uh, uh when I was young it it all was from my Birth to six years old, and I wasn't really taking a lot of it in at that age. But now that I'm older, I look at and I realize what these things are. No kid should be going through that kind of stuff, and that's why I'm here to make a change for myself because that's what we need. And what I was seeing when I was younger is people having sex right in front of all of us kids, doing drugs, and coming into the house fighting. My stepdad, actually when I was four years old, came to the house fighting with my mom. And he was hitting her. And my sister picked up a bat and she hit him with it. And as a kid, we didn't know what was going on. They always told us that they were just wrestling or whatever. But they were either having sex or really fighting. And as a kid, you don't know what's going on. So you just freak out and go away. And he came... And threw a brick through our TV and attacked my mom, and a lot of it was going on at the time. And my dad was not around me, but I told my dad um, he keeps hitting my mom. He's saying he's not, but I know he's hitting my mom. And a lot happened in that situation, and someone was killed over it, and his that guy's brother, and that's not what a kid should go through and it's up to us fathers to make that change and not just follow down the same path and so that's what I'm going to do and like I said my, my childhood was huge and a lot of it I know I blocked out and I hear about that when I hear it, it clicks again and I know no kids should do that my, they would sit in the garage and do drugs we'd have to fend for ourselves we had a ramen noodle every night had a ramen noodle at breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It's not what kids should be living off of, making their self. I remember being three years old, putting a ramen in the microwave, burning the plastic bowl, and having to throw it out the window because I was scared because I would be hit a lot if she saw that I burnt the bowl, and so we'd throw it out the window. And I remember all this stuff, and that's not what I want. I don't want to put anyone in that position. I don't want to put my kids in that position. I don't would never wish it upon anyone else. And for me, I'm going to do different. And I guess a lot has happened in my childhood that I don't really remember except for that kind of stuff. And even then we were taken away also because of threats to my family because of someone died and they had threatened my mom and said you will feel like what it feels like to lose a son threats upon me and my brothers because of that situation and so many drug dealers around and sex and all that stuff and then my sister being touched and my mom's going through her own issues. It's nothing uh, any child should be put through.
0: And now you were saying that some things that, that your sister had got involved with at an early age, she's now 15... 16. She's 16 now, and, you know, she's in uh, custody, uh, Department of Child Safety, and some things happened when she was down in Texas.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, in uh, Texas, she was just picked up in El Paso um, with a male who was pimping her out, basically um, hooking her up with older men to have sex with her. And this is my. 16-year-old little sister now who's doing this for two years because of things that happened to her and things that she witnessed as a child and this affects kids this affects lives of the future and she experiences and she's in Texas with a guy who is now facing lots of charges for this but she is 15 years old with a 22-year-old who is just selling her out for sex and just not caring, and this is someone's little sister. And these grown men who are doing this need to understand that that could be their daughter, that could be their little sister, that could be anyone related to them, and it hurts not just her. It doesn't just hurt her. It doesn't just hurt them because they're hurting too. And people who hurt, hurt, just like you tell me. That's what happens, and she's hurting just as much as they are but they're not the only people because i'm her older brother and i care about her so does my whole family we all care about her and we're doing this for her and we're trying to get her help because we know she needs it and we know she's hurting and it's a lot to go through knowing that your baby sister now is your best friend and she'll never be the same again and so that part hurts a lot
0: you're listening to the father matter show with Vance Sims. And today's guest is Raymond. And he's sharing a little bit about his past. We're going to be talking about what's it like being a teen dad. Uh, if you're just tuning in, you can catch the top of the show at FatherMatters.org. Also catch the father matter show nationally every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Mountain standard time by logging on to BlogTalkRadio.com or catch our archive shows anytime worldwide at soundcloud.com. And Raymond, like I said before, uh, I'm so proud of you as a young man before we started doing the show you were saying like and I've shared with you guys before too you said you feel like a young man you feel like an old man in a young man's body because you've been through so much in your life you've seen so much in your life and what was it like growing up without your dad and when how often would you see him and how do you feel that it affected you today as a 17 year old young dad
1: it affects me tremendously it affects me a lot especially a big reason is because my family, me and my brothers and sisters, none of us had a dad. And we would all be together and we all had each other without a father. And it's huge because my father was never around. He, I remember him coming around twice and he was on drugs and he wasn't my dad. He wasn't who I, I didn't know him. I didn't know who he was. I didn't recognize anything. Um, I saw him twice from zero to eight years old. I saw him again when I visited him, which was in prison. Uh, just two years ago, in 2014, he got out of prison, and I went to go see him. and I. It hurts not knowing who your dad really is because he's not the same person. He's fried on drugs, he's not the same. I don't recognize this guy. I don't recognize this to be my dad except for the fact that he looks like me. There's nothing about me and him that connect. And it hurts a lot to know that it could have been different. He just chose not to. And it's important for all fathers to be around so kids don't have to feel this hurt anymore or anyone to feel this hurt. And the father that stepped up in my life is my grandpa, which is not even my blood grandpa. He is my grandma's husband, which is taking care of nine grandkids from my mom. And he's taking care of all of them. And that's who I look up to. And that's who we all need if we don't have a dad. We need someone to step up and be there for us, just like I'm gonna do for my son. And I'm gonna be who I really am and not someone on drugs and cracked out. I'm gonna do what dads need to be do. I'm not gonna be his friend because your son only has one dad. Kids, your daughter, kids only have one dad. They only have one father. And you're not there to be their best friend. You're not there to be someone they can lie to or hide stuff with. You're there to be his father, his dad, and guide him to do right things. And that's what I wish that I had. I wish that I had that when I was younger. And I wish someone like that took me in when I was younger and not just gave up and didn't want to take responsibility. It's time to take responsibility, and that's what I'm going to do for my kid because that's what my grandfather he's the best thing that's really happened to me and stepped up and became a dad in my life for the last eight years
0: and i share with you and i share with the guys at the workshop my grandfather was my dad the only man i called dad was my grandfather i have i have a great friendship with my father now don't get it wrong but my grandfather was my dad and that's why your story connected to me so deep because my my grandfather stepped up to raise me at a, your, at an early age. And what is your relationship like with your mom right now? Where is she at? What's going on with that relationship?
1: My relationship with my mom is, um, it's not really there. I've seen my mom every once in a while. She's also not the same. Drugs r- really ruin who that person is she's bipolar, she has borderline personality, and she's not enjoyable to be around. We argue whenever I see her. She's in Phoenix somewhere, and it's it's hard for me being her son to always worry about her, to always know, because she doesn't have a man around. So you're worrying about your mom, you're worrying about people who are around because there are dirty people in this world, and this world is a cruel place. And I'm worrying about my mom because she is my mom and I do love her. We, Yeah, we might not get along, but I love my mom and I hope for the best for her and I'll never wish upon what I had to go through on anyone. And my mom is, she's there for me whenever I call her, but shes I worry about her constantly. When I see her, we have a pretty good time. I just can't really be around her for a long time because we start to argue and butt heads a lot because I'm hurt because she wasn't there for us when I was younger she had many chances to stop doing drugs fix what she was doing stop bringing the people that were around around and get her life straight and it it hurts to know that she had so many chances and blew it off it just makes a kid feel like they didn't care and it hurts him
0: from everything you saw growing up everything you experienced everything from your experience with your mom everything you experienced with your dad now being a young teen dad at 17 and how has that affected you and what do you see and what is it that you want to make sure you do with your girlfriend and 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 being a father to your son now
1: at this point in my life i've really made it this far i've been almost three years basically on my own and i think the worst role models are the best ones and i see what they've done in their life and i know do different do exactly what they didn't do do what they didn't do and so you can better yourself and you're hurt so you're not hurt better yourself for your family and who you care about move on from it and accept it because it's happened and you have to accept it and just go on with your life because if you sit here hurting the whole time. It's only going to affect you. I'm going to be the father that I know I am and my potential to be and move on from it. And what they did doesn't affect me anymore. It affects me to a point, but I need to accept it and move on. And I plan to be the best father that I can be and not let them affect what I did because I've made it this far. I thank them God has plans. He has a reason for everything. What happened in my life brought me to be who the man I am becoming today and put my grandpa in my life because if they were still there and I was still in that situation, I wouldn't be the man who I am today because I wouldn't be being raised by my grandfather. So I know God has plans. Like I said, whenever um, three months ago I was put into uh, Durango, I was on a warrant for uh, two years on a warrant. For a, a few charges of assault, uh, shoplifting, domestic violence, disorderly conduct, all kinds of different charges that just racked up and I just said, I'm going to give up. And, but no, I see myself turning out to be what my father was and exactly how he acted as a child. And it, it only goes down from there. So I need to pick myself back up and not be what my dad was. And it, there's a reason why my dad's not around. There's a reason why he's not around, because God knows what kind of person he is, and he knows he doesn't want to change. And if you're going to change, you're going to, want, you're going to have to want to change. If you want help, you're going to have to want the help. And that's not what he wanted. So there's a reason why he wasn't in my life. And there's a reason why I'm going to be in my son's life, because of my change and my difference that I'm going to make. And like I said, what he was doing as a child I saw myself doing. I saw myself doing exactly what he was doing, running from cops, going and doing drugs, all that stuff. It's time for me to pick myself back up because I know I fell and I fell hard. And God put me in every position and every situation he did for a reason. And those reasons and situations helped me become the man who I am today. And I'm only going to get better from that.
0: You better believe it's going to get better, brother. And that's what I told you. I want to make sure I'm a part of your life as a young man becoming a young adult. Uh, I I want you to stay plugged into Father Matters. And I'm very, very, very proud of you, man. And I, I know I told you I was 47. Actually, I'm 48. I guess you get a certain age, you start forgetting how old you are. And I see a lot of you in me. I see a lot of choices that I could have made. But my grandfather, you understand. Um, But I still made a lot of mistakes, did a lot of dumb things like most adults have done. We just don't all uh, admit it the way we should be. But I said it to you before, I'm going to say it again, Raymond. I'm so very, very proud of you, man. I mean, it's just... You, you showed up to the workshop and, man, you was involved and it's like you you were strong. And I like what you said. You are you feel like an old man in a young man's body. And I felt like that for a lot of years. You know, my wife today even say you, you're so very, very serious all the time because I had a very serious upbringing. I was placed in very serious situations. And uh, to that young teen out there, that's that's thinking about taking the long the wrong road. You know, uh, found out that, uh, you know, maybe just now found out that he's a teen dad or she's a teen mom. Take about one more minute and, and, and talk to them. You know, I shared with you before we got over 17,000 listeners nationally and, uh, this show I know is going to really hit home with a lot of people talk to that young teen that's about to go off track and who think having fun and, and disobeying parents and sex or all, whatever they think that's feel good. How and where they might end up.
1: Yeah, for all of the people who are soon to be in my situation or are in my situation, you guys, I've been exactly where you are. I've stood exactly where you stood. I've been in your shoes. And it's hard. I know it's hard. It's stressful. It's feels like it's the worst feeling. But it's it's the best feeling, and you need to look at it positive be positive and stay focused because that child of yours and that baby of yours needs you that kid needs you just like you needed your parents if they weren't around and put yourself in other people's shoes if you did have your parents and it's still hard put yourself in other people's that baby needs his parents i'm speaking from experience my parents weren't around and it hurts so for those kids that are having kids like myself that kid needs you. That that baby only has one mom and one dad, and that's it. And you need to be there for that baby because that baby was put for you for a reason. My kid was put for me so I can know what true love is and true caring is because that baby doesn't know what's going on, but I know that that baby loves me with all his heart. My little boy loves me with all his heart, and he, I would die for him. I would die for my kid That's how deep my love is for him, and that's what God put my baby there for. And everything's a reason. He put me there. He put him there so that I know what true love is because I feel like I never had that because my parents weren't around. And you don't want your kid to feel that way and be in the situation because there's easier ways to go about it. There's easier things to do. Don't just give up. You have to try. You have to stay focused on everything you need to do.
0: Thank you for that, Raymond, and thank you for joining me on the Father Matter Show. And if you can, that's listening out there, this is the holiday season. We really need your financial support because there are a whole lot of raiments out there that we want to work with. But we need your financial support. Please donate to Father Matters. Log on to FatherMatters.org. Click the Donate to Father Matters icon. And thank you for tuning in to the Father Matters show. Send us your questions or comments to info at FatherMatters.org. Thank you to my engineer, Jeremy Siegel. And See you next week at the same time, same place. Have a safe week. Thank you and God bless.